What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. I'm delighted to be here. Me as well. Uh, episode 65 of Big Easy Bets is brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network, www.tngsportsnetwork.com. Uh, also brought to you by Manscaped. Use the promo code Big Easy Bets for 20% off and free shipping. Perfect time for holiday season right around the corner. We are now, are we in December? We are, December 1st. Um, if you don't get them now, they're not going to get there by Christmas. Exactly. So everything's on back order. COVID, uh, COVID shipping got everything all jacked up. Um, so college basketball is back. So if you want to see who we are taking in college basketball, you can go to the neutral ground sports network and go, I'm putting out blogs. I'm sure Nick will add some here or there, uh, for games that he likes. So we're going to put some stuff out. Currently we're sitting at four and four. Um, we were four and two and then we gave out two picks on Twitter like a like a schmuck and uh now we're four and four but for all the college basketball picks you can either you can follow the page on facebook um or you can follow the twitter page tng uh sports net i believe so that's where you can find all it's just too hard it's too hard they there's games every day they don't come out with the spreads until the day of so we can't really talk about them on the podcast but i mean this podcast won't be out until tomorrow today's tuesday so it won't be out until wednesday but we've got two Really good games tonight. The State Farm Champions Classic. The blog is already out. Uh, so if you wanted to see who we were taking, you already have the opportunity to do that. You got Duke and Michigan State, and then you've got um, Kansas taking on Kentucky, a Kentucky team that just got beat down by Richmond. Uh, we were on the wrong end of that. But you going to watch these games? Yeah. Duke and Michigan. Well, probably not. No? <laughs> Why would you not watch them? I'm going to be working. Oh, that's right, right, right. <laughs> Duke and Michigan State, who would you pick? Duke three and a half point favorites. I uh, go with Duke. Duke, yeah, and Kentucky and Kansas. Kansas is uh, uh Kansas. All right, you read the blog. Um, yeah, that's who, that's who I'm rolling with. Got to go with Duke here. I think I, I really do like Michigan State, but it's supposed to be a neutral site game. Going to be in Cameron Indoor Stadium, and then Rocket Watts is questionable. Uh, he's probably their best their best guy who can just go get a bucket at any time for you. So if he were to not play, then I love Duke, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, if you want to get our college basketball picks, it'll be on the website. You can find it on a Facebook page. You can also find it on Twitter. So, all right. Episode 65. We're coming off of a, just a eh, week, not a good week, not a terrible week. Um, I went four and three in college. We had two cancellations, one being, the Boise State Blue Broncos, which you can almost always guarantee is a win. So was disappointed to see that. Um, and on the NFL side of things, I was on the wrong end of arguably the worst bad beat of all time. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to that portion of the episode, but that was unfucking believable So we'll recap these picks real quick for college. Um, so me and Nick, so we were on what? Opposite sides of the fence here, Iowa State and Texas. Iowa State was plus one and a half point favorites uh, or plus one and a half point underdogs, and they were losing the entire game until they weren't, until they won. You weren't very happy about this game. Why was that? Dude, I don't know, bro. It's like so many of the games I've been on lately have just been, a lot of them have been close, and then the ball just bouncing like far, far away from you. Uh-huh. So 
I don't know. To me, Texas, I don't know. They got out to an early lead. Yep. Uh, I don't know. There was a little bit of bad luck here because there was, like, early in this game, Texas was winning, and there was a so-called fumble on the field, mm-hmm. remember? Yep. And it got reviewed. It was really close. Like, the wide receiver called it, took two steps, but it was like, I didn't think it was a fumble, to be honest. And then when they called it, I was I didn't like, think oh. it was a fumble either. But I was like, they called, I mean, if they don't call that a fumble, Texas was on their way to, they were moving the football. I mean, you just don't know. To me, the officiating was pretty good. But I mean, in a close game, you can always nitpick yeah. and say, oh, if this call would have went that way or this way, what would have happened. But it really came down to Ellinger. He took a sack in a bad position on third down, and then they had to kick a really long field goal that just. He had barely the leg. missed. He had the leg. I think it was 57 yards. It barely went outside to the left. Dicker the kicker. He had the leg for it. Now, yeah, I was, um, I mean, unfortunate for you, but it was a good start to the day for me. Um, then I had Notre Dame minus five against, um, well, was that? Yeah, yeah. So this was the Friday games. This was the Black Friday games. So we had three of them. Uh, we had Notre Dame minus five against North Carolina. Kind of started out as a shootout there, but then Notre Dame's defense kind of got their bearings, and then uh, I think they ended up winning by like 14 points. Uh, Oregon minus 14 loses outright to Oregon State. Um, fucking ducks, dude. I I expect more out of a Mario Cristobal coach team, but they have just not been showing it. Um, Coastal Carolina minus 17, easiest bet in the history of bets. Easiest team to bet on. I think they're 7-1-1, one, and one, maybe 8-1-1 one, and one against the spread. Yeah, uh, something like that. Team of destiny. Big matchup against Liberty this week. Uh, Auburn plus 24-and-a-half in the Iron Bowl. Bo Nix sucks. Bo Nix sucks. I keep going back to him. He's it's, it's just it's annoying. They had a chance to go down there and cover at the very end, um, but it was really unlikely to happen. It was pretty obvious that they were just going to sit on the ball. And they did. Gus Gus Malzahn. Um, they're they're just. It's a sorry sorry program. Sorry franchise. Uh, yeah, sorry school. All of that. They fuck Auburn. I hate Auburn. Um, Boise and Arizona State. Like I said, got canceled. We added two picks. We both added the same two picks on Saturday morning. Maryland versus uh, who were they playing? Indiana. No, no, um, no, no. Maryland was playing Indiana. Was it Indiana? Okay. Yeah, it was. Feels like it was centuries ago. Maryland plus 12 and a half. Um, yeah, the Tagovailoa kid. His first name's definitely not Tua. He looked like shit. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later, though. Uh, Penn State and Michigan under. Don't remember what it was. Like, 56 and a half, something yeah, like that. Hit the under easily. Both those teams suck. So you had Stanford plus one and a half. Yep. How was that? Uh, well, if you waited to get this one, you got Stanford as favorites. And... Um, Stanford was playing Cal. Cal's a good football team, better than I thought they were. Um, and Stanford, to me, they weren't able to do uh, really what they wanted to do on the offensive side of the ball. And they kind of, I think they put a little bit too much stress on their defense, but their defense uh, gave up some yards but then came up big in certain aspects. This game came down to uh, Stanford was winning by seven points mm-hmm. and – Cal scores the what you would assume to be the game tying touchdown with one minute left in the game, and all they got to do is make the extra point, and Stanford's going to have a chance to 
take the ball. They had two timeouts to take the ball downfield and possibly get in a field goal range or the game was going to go to overtime to where you still had a chance. And uh, Cal missed the extra point. So (laughs) if you got it early in the week at plus one and a half, you won. But if you got it later in the week, you might have lost. If you got it at Stanford favored by one and a half or possibly two points. Yeah, sometimes it's a blessing and sometimes it's a curse uh, taking these early spreads. But that's, I mean, we gotta we try to get them to you early. We get them to you before the lines move. We, we record the pod on Tuesday. It's out Wednesday morning first thing. So sometimes it can be very beneficial to get your bets in early. Sometimes the line won't move in your favor. So you ro- rolled the dice a little bit there. Um, if you hopped on Stanford early, I mean, then you were happy to get it where you got it. So um, Northwestern minus 13 and a half. Yeah, well, I I didn't. I watched this game a little bit, but I was also watching the Egg Bowl. Yep. And uh, every time I go look at Northwestern, they were giving the ball to Michigan State, or they were allowing Michigan State to run it all over them. Northwestern got down to a seventeen to zero uh, deficit early in this game. They got in a hole quick. And they came back in the second half, and they were playing how I expected them to play. Mm -hmm. And then um, they intercept the ball. And on the next play, uh, they run them trick. Tricks are for kids, oh, right? Oh, my God, I know. Uh, an end-around type reverse thing and uh, perfect handoff, clean handoff, Yeah. right in a bread basket. He's going to put a ball in one hand, and it and it falls on the ground, right, gives it right back to Michigan State. At that point, uh, the game might have been tied or it was a three-point game one way or the other, but it looked like – I think Northwestern might have been up by three, but it looked like – at that point, if Northwestern was able to get points on that possession, that they were going to have a strong chance to, to cover. cover. Yeah, I texted you, and I was like, okay. Well, not only do they not cover because <laughs> of the fumble, they ended up losing the game in the end. Good. At that point, I'm like, fuck them. They should lose. I hope they lose. Whenever I have a team with a spread like that, uh, that's when I start. I'm like, okay, I hate y'all. I hope y'all do lose. Um, you had the out, the over in the Egg Bowl, 67 and a half. Kind yeah, there wasn't a lot of points scored in this one. No, it was not. Um, um, it started off like as a no one was scoring, and then the scoring kind of it came in spurts, but uh, it wasn't ever consistent enough to get to that high number. Yeah, but uh, I did also have Mississippi State plus nine and a half, and at the end of the day, they were only able to lose by a touchdown. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they kind of backdoor covered the spread right there uh, with on the plus nine and a half. So you had Louisville plus one as well. Yep, Louisville. Yeah. They gave the ball to Boston College three times in this one. Yeah, so Not a recipe for success. There was a good bit of points scored here, which I wasn't expecting a whole bunch of points. But, uh, no, nah, dude, Louisville, bunch of idiots. Yeah. And then Nick was also on the Maryland uh, spread and the Penn State-Michigan State – or Penn State and Michigan um, under. So – Four and three on the weekend for me, three and five on the weekend for Nick. That brings me to 48 and 48 overall. I've been saying it. The record is 500, losing out on the juice, but we're at 500. Where we were was a lot worse. It was a a positive week with two cancellations on two games I felt good about. I'll take it. We look ahead to this week. Um, That brings Nick's overall record to 31, 28, and 1. Collectively, Big Easy Bets is 61, 52, and 1. Um, so, all right, let's look ahead to these games this week. It's winding down. It's getting to be crunch time, and we're, we're feeling the heat 
I mean, this this year is flying by. This year's going. I don't know if it was because there was obviously COVID and the less teams and all that, but we also had LSU last year, so it's like every weekend we were doing shit. Like every Saturday, like was an event. So I don't know. I just feel like this year is fucking zooming by. Yeah, and no, we're the thing is, is that um. It's like this whole year we're waiting for this year to start, it feels like. Cause oh, like yeah. Everybody started at different times, so it was like SEC waited a few, couple weeks to start, then the Big Ten and all of them started late. It was just like this thing never ever felt like it got started, and now it's almost over. Yeah, and you know, even I could go fucking 0-8, and I'll still it, – it's easier for me this year because there was times where I didn't know if there was going to be a season. I prayed for fucking college football to come back. So even when it's back – and I'm not. Things aren't going my way. I'm still glad it's back. I'd way rather go zero and eight on a weekend than have no bets. So you gotta you gotta get it how you can get it. Um. All right. So what's your first pick this week? Uh, it's on a Thursday. Thursday at eight thirty on CBS Sports Network. I'm going to Air Force minus ten mm-hmm. at Utah State. Air Force minus ten. Yep. Okay. Air Force averages. I know you you big on saying you think Utah State's atrocious. They're coming, yeah. They got their first win last week. Yeah, look. Air Force averages 336 and a half rushing yards a game. Uh and they have a pretty good defense. A to- overall pretty good team, old school, you know, run the football, play good defense. Utah State has been pitiful on both sides of the ball, but they're coming off their first win of the season against arguably the worst team in the Mountain West. New Mexico. Yeah, who I'm pretty sure Air Force is coming off a 28 to nothing victory over. I don't think that that success that Utah State had in New Mexico is going to be sustained against uh, a really strong Air Force defense. I just think that there's going to be uh, too much pressure put on Utah State, especially on third down, for them to uh, really get in any type of rhythm. Mm-hmm. And then I think the run game also is going to play a big factor in this one. Uh, I think Air Force, they won't be able to fly away with this one, but – I think they'll be able to run away with it. Yeah. No, I'm going to hop on that one with you as well. Um, My first game of the week is going to be, surprise, surprise, on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) The Boise State Blue Broncos minus 28. I wanted to take them last week, minus 11. It got canceled. Uh, So we're going to Vegas. We're going to Vegas with a very um, bad UNLV team. They give up 38 points a game. They only score 16. They give up almost 500 yards of offense. I'm taking Boise. Minus 28. It's a lot of points. Yeah. But don't be afraid of the number. I'd pick, I think UNLV, I've watched Mountain West a little bit because I bet on San Diego State mm-hmm. uh, a little bit here, and then I'll watch Boise when they play. But I do think that, you know, you got three, the three worst teams are Utah State, mm-hmm. UNLV, and then New Mexico. I think uh, UNLV, so it's just a step above. Uh, they have hope because I, I like their coach. And then it just seems like they, in a lot of games, they've gotten down early, but they haven't put it away. They've they fought back a little bit, but not, I think that Boise's going Boise to smack, above, Boise's gonna gonna smack the hope right out of them. They're going to get the hope smacked right out of them by Hank Bachmeyer. So it is a lot of points. Don't get, don't get me wrong, but I wanted to go with them last week. I said, how often does Boise State not cover two games in a row? Not very often. We're going with the Blue Broncos in Vegas. Um, next one. Call me crazy, but I'm going back to Oregon. Minus 10 over Cal. 
I, I mean, like I said, I expect more out of a Mario Cristobal coach team. Um, they just lost outright to Oregon State. Their chances of making the playoffs are done, but they're still going to play for pride, all of that. Like, and I mean, I guess whatever, anything can happen, but they're not making the playoffs. It's just No, not, it's it, impossible. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, but I do expect them to have a much better game. The defense has absolutely got to play better. Um, I mean, they're giving up 460 yards of offense. Damn, I mean, of the on um, yeah, giving up 460 yards on defense. Um, I think they turned it around. I expected them to turn it around last week. They didn't, so now I really think that they're going to turn it around. They really have not looked good at all this year. Beat um, only beat UCLA by three, and then you lose outright to Oregon State. Didn't exactly blow out Washington State, so. I don't know. Their quarterback's not bad. He just, I don't know. It's their defense. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not. It. Yeah. It's definitely. Like you look at Herbert from last year. He didn't. Herbert's quite frankly, in my opinion, playing better in the NFL than he did at Oregon. To me, at Oregon, well, he missed some. He missed some throws. It was like that defense last year is what made the Oregon Ducks so good. And it's not. And it's not the same this year. Where the hell is Brady Breeze? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, what did he do? He tore his fucking ACL, and we don't know about it. Um, but no, I, I was I wasn't big on Herbert. I said he'd be like Philip Rivers. Um which you could take that as a compliment or a um a negative. You however you decide to look at it. Philip Rivers was really good, never been able to win the big one. Probably will end up in the Hall of Fame, whether he deserves to be there or not, um, is another discussion. But no, I felt like Herbert would be pretty solid. Um you you were kinda low on him. Yeah. You didn't like I think it. he's got a strong arm and all that, but uh, the accuracy yeah, to me was a bit of a problem. At Oregon, look, he's played better than he played at Oregon. I don't think anybody would argue. Well, he's got a really great head coach molding him into uh, <laughs> yeah. the quarterback that he is. <laughs> Tell me all about it. Uh-huh. We'll get into that later. That ball-headed um, son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, give me your next one. Um, 11 on Saturday. Skipping the Friday games. Mm-hmm. Um, number five, Texas A&M. I was looking at, at this for a while, so I might hop number on Number 22, this. Auburn. Texas A&M struggled offensively last week against LSU, but their defense dominated the line of scrimmage. I think that this week offensively a and is going to be able to get back on track and their defense is going to continue to play well against a squirrely Bo Nix. Uh, I think that... A&M is going to make a legitimate push for the college football playoff down the stretch. That's what I was saying whenever um, um, who they play earlier. I was saying they're in a, okay. They're right there. They're in a good spot. Yeah, they are. And uh, I'm taking Texas A&M favor by seven points. And then I'm also going to take the Texas A&M and Auburn over 49 and a half. I think that uh, both of these teams will score a little bit of points. You know, mm-hmm. 49 and a half isn't a huge number for college football. I just – to me, I think that uh, A&M alone can score around, you know, 35, 40 points in this one. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to stay away from the over-under, but I'll, I'll take A&M minus seven as well. I was looking at this one for a while. I wanted to take it. I know Auburn does play better at home, but Bo Nix is garbage, dude. I, if you're looking at the way Auburn played against LSU, that's an anomaly. Yeah. Uh, everything balanced Auburn's way in that game, and to me, Auburn and LSU are uh, similar very close to uh, his term as talent of, of, of a football team. Mm-hmm. Like to me, if they were to play, I'd have uh, it'd be a toss up to me. But 
Um, yeah, I don't think Auburn's a very good football team, and but I do think that um, they might be able to score a little bit. But I think A and M's offense is really gonna. Uh, they got to show something here at mm-hmm. this spot. There's not many weeks left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm gonna hop on A and M with you minus seven. Um, is that what you got it at seven? Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Liberty and Coastal. Are you on it? No. No. Unbelievable. I mean, you already know what side I'm on. I'm riding it <laughs> till the wheels fall off. I've been saying it, and they keep covering. All the team does is cover the spread. Seven, one, and one against the spread, Coastal Carolina. Um, they take on Liberty, a very good Liberty. This is probably this is the game we've been talking about for weeks. If they, you, we were hoping they would meet each other undefeated. They didn't. Um, Liberty lost to NC State, fifteen to fourteen. Is this a good spot for Coastal? At seven. No, probably not. I would prefer more like the three or four range. Yeah, I think this is going to, in my opinion, these teams are so evenly matched that like they're like almost mirror images of mm-hmm. each other in a lot of ways. No, they really are offense and defense, like yeah. even statistics, all of that. Um, I think Liberty, you know, they lean on, the, they they try to run the ball a lot, but their quarterback can run very well. Well, the quarterback actually leads the team in rushing with 807 yards and 10 touchdowns, and he's got 2,040 passing yards, 20 touchdowns, four interceptions. This dude's fucking lighting it up. Yeah, this might be my my favorite game to watch. Two, two oh, this from one. the Sun Belt. This one, uh, Liberty's not into Sun Belt. They're an independent, but mm-hmm. uh, this game and then, which I'm not betting on, and I'm not going to bet on the other Sun Belt game, UL. And Appalachian yeah. State is another game I look forward to watching. Yeah, I agree. This one, I mean, this one's really going to be a good game. I'm extremely excited to watch this. Um, really, the only reason I'm going with Coastal is because I said I'm riding them to the wheels fall off, and the wheels are still going. So, Grayson McCall, um, 20 touchdowns, one interception. What 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 year is he? He's a uh, redshirt freshman. Is he? Dude, he's going to make some money one day on so Sundays. So two years left. Yeah. He's going to make some money on Sundays, um, especially with the dual threat ability, like, or at least the ability to keep plays alive and use his feet a little bit. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to take Coastal, minus seven. And then I'm also going to go to the West Virginia and Iowa State game. I'm going to take West Virginia plus seven over Iowa State. West Virginia's got a sneaky good defense. Um, and then Iowa State, their conservative play calling just really bugs me. West Virginia 6-2 and two against the spread. Iowa State was trying to give that game to Texas. They really were trying to. Um, West Virginia's coming off of a 17-13 loss to Texas. Their defense is underrated. Uh, it And, I mean, they're – I mean, they're just solid all the way around. They really are. 274 yards of all, of offense given up. Um, they allow 161 yards through the air. I don't – I mean, Purdy might have a rough day. Uh, they're going to try to probably lean on Brees Hall. They're just really conservative. It really turns me off how conservative they are. Um, so I'm going to take, take the Mountaineers plus seven. And that will – that will be my last one for college. All right. You got a bunch, huh? Yeah, I got a good bit. Um, number twenty-three, Oklahoma State. Yeah, two and a half point favorites going on the road to play Texas Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of these teams play good defense early in the year, but 
to me, there's a trend and uh, that these two Big 12 teams are getting back to Big 12 identity, scoring points and uh, allowing no points to get scored on them. Um, yeah, so basically I'm seeing a trend here that's uh, trending away from good defense, and uh, the offenses here are getting it going too. So I'm going to go Oklahoma State at TCU over 50.5 points. Damn, that's pretty low. They're putting a lot of stock into that Oklahoma State defense. Yeah, and TCU's defense. Yeah, Texas Tech just put up 44 on them, on Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's probably a good pick. All right, what else you got? Um, they're going to Nebraska at Purdue. I think Purdue's better than they've played this whole year. Uh, I think that they're going to bounce back after dropping one against Rutgers. Purdue gets its first win. Of the year in West Lafayette, I'm taking Purdue minus two. It rhymes. It's just it's meant to be. Yeah. Um. All right. Keep it going. And then I'm going. Uh. I don't know if this game's going to be played right now. It's not on many books. So, uh, Maryland at Michigan. It's like a four or five point spread, depending on where you look. Um. If this game is played, I like Maryland here. Mm. Uh. That's what I said. We would talk about it later on. You like Maryland after what yeah, you saw? Too Mar- Michigan lost to Penn State. No, I know Michigan fucking sucks, dude. Harbaugh's got to go. Why, no, look, why Maryland's Harbaugh still a has good a job. Maryland's a good football team. They do, they were plagued with COVID injuries last week. Twenty uh, something players out. A lot of their uh, receiving talent wasn't there to help a young quarterback. Um, I think that some of those players are going to come back this week as mm-hmm. as it's been twenty one days since that that outbreak occurred for Maryland. And on the other hand, Michigan had to pause team activities due to a presumptive COVID positive. So, uh, I mean, who knows how how far along spread it is, but if this game does get played, I do like Maryland here getting three or more points. Mm -hmm. So I would stay away from it if it comes around three or or under three. But I do think Maryland has a a chance to win this game. You just never know. Um, I do think they're the better team. I really do. Yeah, no, I mean, they definitely look good against Minnesota. Um, Tagovailoa just did not look did not look sharp last week um, against Indiana, but had a few. It was coming after a long layoff. Yeah. No, he's obviously And Indiana's obviously a good talented. defense. Obviously, he's talented. Um, no, he's got more escapability, like more uh, improv- type of improvising ability. Ability than Tua because he's a more natural athlete than yeah, Tua. Yeah, but uh, he just missed some throws that would have allowed Maryland to cover. I I don't know if I see that happening again against uh, a uh, a lesser defense. Michigan uh, really can't cover much of anything when when they play a strong offense. So yeah, I, I think if Maryland's totally healthy, and I do think that that's going to be the case, uh, and if this game gets played, I think Maryland. It's a good spot here. Get them points. Okay. LSU and Bama's up to almost 30 points, 29 and a half. How do you feel about that? <sighs> I ain't betting that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'd have to be like 45 for me to take the Tigers, to be quite honest. I was sick last week. You were sick? Yeah. Why? Well, first of all, I'm sitting there watching all my bets go to shit. I'm, I'm losing my – by small b- bits yeah. of hair, yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> and 
and then I'm watching LSU play in the best defense they've played no, all real. year. For real. And they can't even get a yard. No, it was yeah. sick. It was sick. And they watching a four-man rush blow through the line of scrimmage. There's people coming in untouched. LSU was totally unprepared. It was, quite frankly, embarrassing. No, yeah, the defense played really well. That, that, that loss is not on the defense. Um, so we were excited about Scott Linehan. He's a fucking moron. Yeah, they need to fire a lot of people over there. Get Scott Linehan out of there. Get is it Steve Ensminger to go out of there? Yeah. yeah. Look, Ogeron has this thing. He was the coordinator, and that Ogeron appointed when Ogeron got the interim job. USC, and then he went to Matt Canada, which was a shit show. For, yep. And then he went back to Ensminger, who was paired along with. Joe Brady for that national champion and look, Joe Brady. I mean, what he's been able to do with Carolina. Oh, you're saying that was the coordinator he had when he was the um, interim coach at LSU. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he went away from him and he said he made a mistake. But I think he has this some type of friendship. I don't know if it's that or if it's yeah. something else for him. But the bottom line is, is uh, I don't know. I don't know. Early in the year we struggled on third down and that's where um, Joe Brady was the third down play caller last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Miles Brennan got hurt. So, I mean, it's kind of put LSU in a tough position. But uh, I don't care who was playing quarterback last week. They weren't going to have any success behind that offensive line. Yeah. No, yeah. There's some drastic changes that need to be made. So, uh, but yeah, no, we wouldn't touch that spread with a 10 foot pole. Um, all right. But what? if we were, I bet LSU. Would you? Yeah. I would take Bama. <laughs> <laughs> I would take Bama in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Um, All right. What's your next one? Or how many more um, you got in college? Shit, where am I? Georgia Tech at North Carolina State. Uh-huh. NC State is seven-point favorite, so I'm going to go with Georgia Tech at NC State under 61 and a half. Uh, the way these teams match up, with Georgia Tech leaning on the run with their freshman quarterback and NC State having a good third down defense, I think that Georgia Tech's going to have a little bit of problems trying to uh, score. And then Georgia Tech's defense has been a kind of a wishy-washy defense. Sometimes they'll come up with a few turnovers. I don't know. I just don't think that this game's going to get to uh, over 61 and a half, so I'm going with the under. Yeah. Okay. How many more games do you have for college? Two more. Okay. Um, FAU at Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern is two and a half point favorites. Uh, both of these teams have good defenses, and neither neither of them throw the ball well. I think that this is a case of an offensive stalemate. I'm going with FAU at Georgia Southern under 42 points. Okay. And your last one? Wyoming minus 16 and a half. At New Mexico. I was looking I just at told one. you about New Mexico. Yep. Look, Wyoming has a balanced attack, and if they have the chance to, they'll lean on the run and and put games away. Wyoming has had a couple of hiccups early in this year, but I think that their best football will be played late. Uh, New Mexico is probably the worst team maybe in the nation. Yep. Um, them old Mexicans weren't very good at football, and neither are the New Mexicans. <laughs> I'm going with Wyoming. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, all right. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good breakdown right there. Um, all right, to recap mine real quick, Friday – wait, when's the Air Force game? 
Uh, Friday. Okay, Friday. Air Force minus 10. I mean Thursday. Thursday. Air Force minus 10. Thought so. Boise State minus 28 over UNLV. Coastal Carolina minus 7 over Liberty. Oregon minus 10 over Cal. West Virginia plus 7 over Iowa State. And I'm taking Texas A&M minus 7 uh, versus Auburn at Auburn. Fuck Bo Nix. Um, all right, recap yours. I'm going with Air Force minus 10, Texas A&M. Minus seven. I'm going with the Texas A&M at Auburn over 49 and a half. I'm going with the Oklahoma State at TCU over 50 and a half. I'm going with Purdue minus two. Maryland plus five. I'm going with Georgia Tech at NC State under 61 and a half. I'm going with FAU at Georgia Southern under 42. And then I'm taking Wyoming, minus 16 and a half. Okay. So there you go. That'll do it for the college picks. Um, yeah, I mean, it's getting to make or break time, but we're not going to go all in unless it's something that that we're really feeling. Um, but next week I'm hoping, like, trust me, I'm I'm dying to pick like 15 games in one week. So, but it's got to present, it's got to be, it's got to make sense. Um, so, all right, let's move to the NFL. We'll recap real quick. Last week, um, so it's supposed to be three games on Thanksgiving. There was only two. Obviously, that Ravens game keeps getting pushed back. Um, I don't know what – what do we do? We just wipe that? Or is it roll over to this week? I don't know. I mean, I think if you placed a bet, it's still on because the game didn't get canceled. Yeah. Uh, I didn't – I personally, I didn't get mine in before everything went to – Crap. Me neither. And it got taken off the books kind of early there. Yeah. Um. So me, me neither. So we can just wipe it. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So Ravens plus five and a half is wiped. We had Texans minus three. Uh, they win. Thank you, Bam, for picking the Lions. Got me to switch over to the Texans. Uh, Cowboys minus three. Cowboys suck. That's all there is. Every to time it. they have a chance to like. Yeah. They fuck it up. Take a control of the division or become anything. They blow it. Hundred percent. Um. Vikings minus four for me. Nope. Nope. Panthers played much better than I thought they would. And then I had Seahawks minus fucking six. I actually parlayed them with the under. Um, and the under was a very good bet. The Seahawks was a very good bet. But no, Carson Wentz throws a Hail Mary with like 20 seconds left. Hail Mary from like the 50-yard line. It's a jump ball. It gets batted down. And Richard Rodgers, who? Yeah, don't know. You don't know him? I don't know him. Richard Rodgers, he sounds like he sells ice cream. Yeah, he, Mr. Rodgers' <laughs> neighborhood. Um, Richard Rodgers, one hand as he's falling down to his back, catches the tip. It's the old, the old Hail Mary tip ball, one-handed snag to backdoor cover the spread trick. And then, oh, they got to go for two, so we're still okay. Just stop them on the two-point conversion. Nope, halfback draw, untouched, right up the middle. They didn't give a fuck. They're just trying not to get hurt. Uh, Doug Peterson's a bitch. Fuck Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson knew what the spread was. I don't like him. I don't like him either. Overrated coach with was an overrated quarterback. They had somebody put a half a million dollar bet on this when I'm telling you. They called, <laughs> they called in a favor here. I mean, what was that? What... The one-handed catch. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, dude. You've got to be kidding me. Um, nevertheless, whatever. Uh, one, two, and one. 
on the weekend for me. And then, um, yeah, I don't think we updated the NFL records. Um, one and one for Nick. So that would bring me to 26, 24. No, no, 26, 25, and two. That would bring Nick to 26 and 16. Collectively, oh, good God, let me try to figure this out on the fly. Collectively, that would bring us to one, two, and one, I think. Yeah. One, two, and one. Uh, So that would bring us to 28, 25, and two. Yeah. Overall for big easy bets. Um, Yeah, so... Like I said, not a bad week, just kind of a uh, kind of week. Not good, not great. Definitely had worse. So, all right, let's we'll look ahead to this week. I mean, I don't really love the games this week. Saints going on to take it take on Atlanta, uh, and I will be there. Nick had the chance to be there, but he decided not to come. Uh, we're going on the road. I'm trying to I'm trying to hear from Roddy White. To be honest, Roddy White was talking a lot of trash. Saying no way. Roddy White used to be a beast. Saying he was saying no way an option quarterback is going to beat our team. Like, Roddy, have you been fucking sleeping through this year? Your team sucks. <laughs> Coming off the best win of the year, though. Got to give him that. 43-6 to six victory over the fucking overrated Raiders. Uh, but, yeah, so we'll be in Atlanta for the game, um, and we'll see how that goes. But I'm not taking that game, though. Staying away from it. Actually, I, I am. Okay, first pick. Saints-Falcons under 46. Defense is playing great. We're going to struggle to score. Not a good spot for the Saints. If we drop this game, I'm not going to cry about it. I'm not going to be upset. Um, I mean, I won't be happy. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think this is a very good spot for the Saints. Falcons are riding high after the after the best one of the year. Saints, we just saw what happened. We were playing against a guy that hadn't played quarterback in like three years since he's thrown a pass. He was a practice squad, a practice squad wide receiver. Um, defense played well against looks that they've never seen before. Um, didn't get baited into anything crazy. Um, Quan Alexander, one of the best midseason pickups we've had in quite some time. Defense is rolling. Number one defense in the league. When's the last time you heard that for the Saints? I don't know. The year 2000. We were four. Um, but, yeah, so I'll take the under 46. I'm not going to touch the spread. We'll see what happens. I don't know. What's your first NFL pick? Um, Browns at Titans. Okay. Titans are six-point favorites, and I'm going to go with them Titans. Yeah, I think that's a good bet. I'm not going to take it, but I think it's a good bet. Browns are overachieving massively, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you look at the Titans, it's uh, Derrick Henry season here. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. So, uh, this game's going to be in Tennessee. I don't know how cold it's going to be, but I expect it to be fairly cold. Um, the Browns, Baker Mayfield's not playing well. No, he's not. So uh, they've been squeaking by with uh, being able to run the football. Mm -hmm. I just think that this is a game where the Titans can really take control of this game early. And uh, I don't know, it could be an ugly one for the Browns. Yeah, no, that's probably a good bet. Um, All right, I'm going to take the Rams minus three over the Cardinals. Okay. I don't really – I'm not a believer in the Cardinals, to be honest. A lot of people were hopping on the Kyler Murray train – I'm by no means saying Kyler Murray isn't a good quarterback and a good player. He is. Uh, but the Cardinals are not there yet. Six and five. Rams defense is looking good. Uh, Rams are sitting at seven and four. So I've been saying all year Rams are the most inconsistent team in the league. They got a 27-24 win over the Tom Brady-led Buccaneers, and then they just dropped one. 
to the 49ers with Nick Mullins at quarterback. So on a last-second field goal, the Rams lose. I think we see another good game out of the Rams this week. They go good week, bad week, good week. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Rams with the points. I think the Cardinals, not there yet. Not there yet. But I will say, Buda Baker, dude, that dude. I remember people were laughing at him a couple years ago, and then he has turned into a stud at safety. Um, but, yeah, so give me the Rams with the points. Minus three on the road in Arizona. What's your next one? Um, The Patriots at the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm on this game as well. so I'm going to be going with the Patriots here. Me as well. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots. It's a pick them right now. Um, yep. And I'm also going to take the under 47. I think um, the Chargers just find ways to lose games. They just do. The Patriots are not very good either on offense. Defense is solid. Cam Newton is not good. Not good. He's not playing well. He makes plays here and there that it's like, okay, that was like vintage Cam Newton. But for the most part, I mean, he's a middle-of-the-pack guy at best. So, But the Chargers find a way to lose games. The Patriots have the better defense. Yeah, the the uh, Patriots should be able to run the ball here a little bit. Yeah. So it should take some pressure off of Newton, who doesn't really have a whole lot of uh, weapons over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just – it's – but he's been put in a position for a lot of his career to just try to do too much, and he's had he had success early in his career, but later in his career, whereas uh, he's a step slower, mm-hmm. so he can't really get away from that pass rush like he used to. But um, no, nah, I like I do like the Patriots defense here going against a rookie. I think Belichick's got something special for him. I agree. He's very good at uh, just much like he did with Kyler Murray. He he's not gonna your best player is not gonna beat him, so. He's going to have time to game plan. He's going to throw stuff at Justin Herbert that he probably hadn't seen yet this year. So I expect probably – I expect a two-interception game out of Justin Herbert uh, and a pick em. I'll take the Patriots 100%. Um, all right, that's it for me for NFL. What else do you got? I'm going to Monday night and um, Buffalo at San Francisco. Uh, this game's going to be played in Arizona uh, for in the Cardinal Stadium because that's right. Yep, the liberals over there in California kicked uh, <laughs> kicked football to the curb. They yep. said no more contact sports. Um, so I don't know that that to me a little bit scares me because the pick I am going with is the 49ers plus two and a half here uh, going against the Bills who who I think are a good team but um not there yet. Yeah, I do think that this is a spot where they could drop one um, to a well coached 49ers team who just seems to play better than. Then the talent would indicate. Yeah, on with paper. all of those injuries, they're playing. No, there was a ton of ton, the the Rams turned the ball over four times in that game, but uh, the Forty ers also turned the ball over three times last week. So mm-hmm. seven total turnovers in that game. Uh, I just think that the Forty ers defense will be able to slow down Buffalo enough, and then uh, if the Forty ers can get the running game going and some play action, easy throws, then uh, I think they can have a chance to win this one on Monday night. Okay, is that your last one? Yeah. All right, to recap for me, Colts minus three, Rams minus three, Patriots in a pick em, and the under 47, and the Saints-Falcons under 46. I'll be at that game. Who knows what's going to happen? We're looking for a low-scoring game win by the Saints. Recap yours for me. Titans minus six, the Patriots in a pick em, and then I'm going with the 49ers plus two and a half. Okay. That'll do it for the NFL picks. Um like I said, crunch time. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Um, 
college football season's nearing its its end. Got to think five more weeks, something like that, in the NFL and then playoffs and all of that. So, yeah. You got anything to say before we go? Mm-mm. All right, guys, that'll, that'll wrap it up. Episode 65 of Big Easy Bets. We appreciate everybody who's been listening along the way. Uh, we're going to do our best to keep handing out some winners, get our get our records back into the green and on the right side of things. So that'll do it. Use the promo code Big Easy Bets at Manscaped for 20% off and free shipping. And for all of our college basketball bets, go check out the Neutral Ground Sports Network, either the website, tngsportsnetwork.com, the Facebook page, or the Twitter page for all of the bets that we have given out for college basketball. A lot of good college basketball on tonight. And that'll do it. Y'all have a good one. Who dat? We do. We play like we play.